Welcome to Live in the Life, a podcast that inspires and educates everyday people to take action and choose to live the life of their dreams. Hey guys, I'm Kathleen Holt. And I am Marissa Hammond. We're just a normal couple that believes a life worth living is one rooted in health, fun, love, and abundance. I'm Marissa, a life coach who's been in the health and wellness industry for over eight years. I'm fascinated by the human being, our bodies, minds, and emotions, and how it all works. My passion is just being me and helping others fully love and embody their true selves. I'm Kathleen, a personal trainer that has coached thousands of clients towards a body and healthy lifestyle that they are really proud of. I love lifting heavy weights, enjoying a good outdoor hike, or just playing around and goofing off. We've made it our mission to cut through the noise to give you proven tips and tricks that actually work. Each week, we will share with you our real experiences and the shifts that we've made to create the life that we have today. So whether you're just starting out on this journey or you've been up-leveling yourself for a while, we promise you'll find practical tools and knowledge to help you make the changes you've always wanted. Together, let's all let go of the old versions of ourselves and finally get to a place where we can honestly say, I'm living the life. Welcome to another episode of Living the Life with the amazing Marissa Hammond. That was Kathleen Holt. This is the amazing Marissa Hammond, and I'm also with the Kathleen the Amazing Holt. So it's mm. different. I'm the amazing Marissa. Ah, She's ah. Kathleen the Amazing Holt. They're so similar, it's kind of confusing. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. Something funny I noticed this morning when we were on our morning walk was... So, I mean, it's also, I think it's kind of gross. So here's this. Whenever we go on a morning walk with our dog, Loki, and then Kathleen's mom's dog, Oscar, is obviously a male dog and she's a female dog. And every single time she stops to go pee, he runs up behind her and like licks it out like it's a fountain <laughs> as she's peeing. It's the golden fountain. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so gross. But then I noticed and I was laughing at myself and realized, I'm like, how many times do I laugh at something which is actually supernatural? Or someone just doing something that's like their happy place, right? In this case, a dog drinking some other dog's urine. And I'm like, and I project myself and what my thoughts are about that and how I would never do that to say Kathleen. <laughs> not yet. Yeah, not ever. <laughs> and that's not one of my desires. But realizing like my initial reaction was like, oh, gross, rather than just being like, oh. That's different. Like, okay, right? Like, is he actually harming me or anyone else, this dog, by just doing this thing that brings him joy and apparently makes him happy? No. And I was just laughing. I'm like, huh, how many times in my life do I either make an unconscious judgment of either people or animals or nature or just something else where I'm like, oh, I don't like that or that's gross. And realizing like, hey, just because it's not for me doesn't mean that it's gross. And that's right. So for all you pee drinkers out there, Marissa and I are not judging you just so you know we fully support you in whatever you'd like to do that was i don't know where that i was just thinking i was like what's a funny story i can tell i'm like nah, that happened this morning i was just like yeah but yeah like i i don't understand like how my mind cannot comprehend how drinking someone else's urine midstream is enjoyable it doesn't have to be enjoyable for you as long <laughs> as he likes it and like you said he's not hurting anyone else and Loki's obviously not using it anymore, so. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not like he's taking away anything from her. <laughs> no, exactly. <laughs> In fact, he's probably saving the grass a little bit. Oh, that's hilarious. All right, so what's our topic for today? Um, I think we're going to talk about when, you know, when things come up that are unexpected or um, something that you are 
that didn't go exactly according to plan. Yeah. So when things don't go as planned, because that happens a lot for us. I mean, I don't know what your life is like, but maybe you, you have everything perfectly organized and controlled. But in our case, we really don't. We're always, always pivoting, always adjusting, always trusting, <laughs> just <laughs> figuring it out as we go and we make mistakes. But that's OK. I guarantee you that if you're a human being, that this resonates with you because there's a quote, I forget who it's from, but it says, if you want to make God laugh, just tell him your plans. Mm. Yeah, because life th that's life, right? As things go on, we have an idea of maybe how our day's going to go or how, how our week's going to go or how our year's going to go. And you'll look back long enough and it's not nearly what you had expected and and that's and that's okay and that's life and that's what makes it exciting yeah it's funny there's so many times in our lives I can think about like distinct things that just didn't go as planned like it could be something as simple as like I was planning to go to Australia for a couple months and then I was going to go to LA to a women's conference called um, a tribe called bliss or I forget what it's called but it's by yeah. Lori Harder it was, it was for a tribe called bliss um, the book and it was like I was so excited for this and then the pandemic hit right like the pandemic I don't think was in anyone's plans <laughs> right it's like <laughs> no one planned for that shit but it happened and it's like okay how do we adjust right and then like Kathleen when the pandemic hit the gym she was working for it shut down in I think it was November of 2020 mm -hmm. so then she had to pivot and adjust and figure out like okay how what am I gonna do now for a business right like there's that happened like with our tenants over the years like oh and that's something we're definitely going through like right now is like okay like we've we just finished moving some of our stuff out of one of uh the units because we've got a a new tenant moving in and my understanding wasn't from our communication like we rented we we listed it as and we rented it as fully furnished because we didn't want to have to take all of our stuff out um and they were the person who was renting it they asked if they could move their bed and we're like yeah that's fine so we sold off the bed and we planned all that out and then there was this morning i got a text message being like um, are you guys moving the couch and like the coffee table and the rug and these other things? And I was like, wasn't, wasn't planning on it. And they were like, oh, well, I was hoping to bring like my, he's like, I, I thought, I thought I told you that I have my own living room furniture. I was like, no, nope. but it's like, okay, like, well, what do we do now? And same thing. We've had tenants who've moved out, who we thought we communicated with and said, these are the things that you're responsible for fixing and cleaning before you go. And then we would show up and like the place would be a disaster. There was like holes in the wall. And same thing, we had someone go and do the walkthrough to like, cause we were in BC. So in, in May, when we had a tenant move out, we had someone go do a walkthrough and we're like, hey, can you like check the unit so I can make sure if something's dirty, like let us know. Like, but we didn't think, like I didn't think I needed to specify if there's a hole in the wall, please let me know. Like I just thought that that was normal. And they came back and they're like, nope, looks clean. There's just like this one spot. So perfect. We had someone go in and clean that. And then the new tenants moved in and sent us all these pictures of all like these dents and holes and the paint where it's gone. And I was like, like, what happened? Right. And again, like it's I'm like, oh, my gosh, like I've, I've already given the person who was there before back some of their deposit because I thought that they left it in appropriate condition. And now we have to go back in and we have to paint this and patch these walls and fix all these things. And, and it's like, oh, my gosh, like this was not part of the plan. This is frustrating, but it's like, OK, crazy things happen. Like. Sometimes things inside of your control, certain things that maybe I could have communicated better. Maybe I could have done some things better. Sometimes things 100% outside of your control. Maybe there's nothing I could have done. Maybe I did the best I could and someone else just completely didn't understand what I was saying or what was going on. And it's like, okay, like how can you 
pivot and adjust when things get crazy. And it's always going to get kind of crazy. And I think that that's such a valuable character trait in, I mean, in everyone's life. Like I, like we said at the beginning, these instances are going to come up again and again. You can't avoid them. And if you're growing and learning and stepping up to the plate into something that you haven't done before, then it's probably going to happen a lot more. And, you know, Marissa and I have had our property for a couple years now, but we're, we're still new to being landlords. It's, it's not our main job. We, we didn't have uh, too many people teaching us. Like my, my parents have a couple units, but again, they're, it's, it's not their job or anything. So, so just trying to figure out what are best practices, we're really learning from our own errors. So maybe looking back into what we've done before, we'll be able to inform us into the future. And I think that that's, that's the marker of a great learner is figuring out, okay, so yeah, we did everything quote unquote right that's worked in the past in the sense that you know, we, we gave instructions to our tenant. We let them know that it's fully furnished and all of that, but maybe we could have been a little bit more clear. Or, you know, when a, when a tenant is moving out and they leave it messy and we're noticing that, maybe we literally need to put up a YouTube video of how to patch a wall because maybe we are assuming, because we know how to patch a wall, that they have the ability to know how as well, but maybe they really don't. So, really just figuring out what's in our control because when you look at it from that way you take yourself out of the victim role if if everything's just happening to me and you know everyone else is um i don't know going back on their word or they don't care about keeping the place clean or they're they're not good at following instructions or whatever else then it puts all of the power into someone else and then you have no control and now you're the victim and now there's nothing that you can improve on. But, you know, if you dig and you look a little bit closer, there's always something that that was in your control and that you could have done differently. When you say like there's something that was in your control and you can have done differently too, it's not about beating yourself up in the moment for being like, oh, I didn't do a good enough job and that's why I'm here. It's not about that. It's saying life happens. Right? And like, it's not that life is happening to you. It's that life happens. Things are going to just happen that are outside of our control or that we didn't want or plan to have happen. And that's okay. It's like, I do believe life is happening for you. Everything is, I mean, if you look to this moment right now, everything has worked out perfectly to get you to here. So I know it's going to work out. It's just a matter of time. It's just a matter of saying, what can I do? What's inside my control that I can take responsibility for? What's outside of my control that I can trust and surrender? And how can I just take the one next step from a place of love and do that consistently? And I think it's really interesting. And actually, Kathleen, I've got a question for you. You said that you think that pivoting and adjusting is such a great characteristic for people to have. Do you think that this is more of a characteristic that you just, some people just have? Or do you think it's more of something which is like a skill which you consciously build and acquire? Oh, I think it's definitely a skill that you have to foster and acquire. I would say that it is very similar to gratitude because you have to reframe something. So, and 
and maybe it is also sometimes the same practice as gratitude, taking, um, taking our tenant, for example, right now, who is taking this place that's fully furnished, and we told them that it was rented, fully furnished, and now they don't want the stuff in there. You know, in the past, that, that may have really rattled me. And, you know, if I'm honest, I'm not super stoked about having to figure out what to do with our furniture now because we intentionally tried to rent it as fully furnished. But because I've practiced gratitude and because I, I know, like Marissa said, I know that everything's worked out in the past, I can now reframe the situation and say, okay, well, you know, maybe there's a reason why we're supposed to rent or sorry, maybe there's a reason why we're supposed to sell our stuff in the rental. Um, again, going back to using this as a learning process, maybe there's a reason why we need this lesson so that when we have future tenants, we can be more clear to them. Um, so yeah, just trust, trusting that the universe has our back and leaning into that and saying, all right, so this is the situation that's in front of us. What are we going to do about it? We can either act or we can, you know, wallow and be annoyed and whatever, but we're going to still have to act anyways. So we might as well just be grateful for what we have and grateful for all the furniture and our tenant who really is making the place his own and wants to put his stuff in because he wants to stay there for a long time and he loves the space. And that's like, what more could we want? It's so interesting too, like you said, like it's it's a skill, it's something you develop, but it's interesting because it, if you look at like the different parts of it, it's very much like there's like a mental part where you look at like, okay, like you have to consciously choose the new perspectives and new thoughts rather than saying this sucks, you have to teach your brain to say this is an opportunity, this is a lesson, this is how is this helping serve me, right? You have to teach yourself that mental side, but then you also have to learn to get yourself to take that extra action when it's not fun and easy. Like you said, like you said, like then I'm not stoked about it either. I'm like, oh, this was not in the plans. This now means that there's more work involved, regardless of whether it's more communication work or more moving work or more whatever work. It still means that there's more work involved, but it's like you have to be able to shift the mindset, but then also from that place, be able to then generate energy and take action, which is can be hard. It can be hard to pivot. It can be hard to adjust. But knowing that the more we do this and then the less we're fighting with the current, we're actually also saving ourselves so much time and energy in the future. Because think about if we didn't pivot and adjust, if we were just went into, no, that wasn't what we agreed upon. This is what, and like, we're like, no, like, that's not going to help us. That's not going to help them, right? That's not going to help nurture our relationship. It's not going to help bring everybody else love. It's like, okay, like, how can I sometimes also realize like, yeah, this is inconvenient for me and that's okay. There's just the part of me that doesn't want to do more work. And it might be rightly so. You might be exhausted. You might be at a point in your life where you just you just don't have the energy to give to do more stuff. And that's okay. So it might be like maybe you do it next week or the week after. And like Kathleen and I, we've just based off of where we're at right now in life. Like I know that we've scheduled in a couple weeks to organize this stuff. But like next week I had specific things I want to work on for my online course in building. And now I'm having to say, okay, that's probably not going to happen. Is it the end of the world? No. Does it mean it kind of is sad because certain things I'm going to have to then adjust my my line, my timelines and when it, things go up? Yeah. But fighting it isn't going to make me feel any more peaceful. Fighting it isn't going to help me love myself or anyone else. 
So the faster I can learn to surrender to what is, because this is outside of my control, trust that this is for my highest good. So shifting that energy and that perspective, that mindset, that's that pivoting and then adjusting and then taking those steps. That's really how like this is going to happen. And this can happen with anything, right? It can happen when relationships don't go the way you want it to. It can happen when career things don't go the way you want to, when there's choices that your political leaders or your governing bodies that you don't agree with, right? Might be in your household, might be in your community, might be in your country, but saying, all right, like what is inside of my control? What's outside of my control? Like right now, what can I do to surrender, to trust, to learn from this and to take action and work towards a better outcome with the reality of the situation where we're at now? Mm Mm-hmm. And Marissa said, like, this is, you can probably think of an instance, if it's not happening right now, that has happened pretty recently to you. So use this time to kind of reflect on that and figure out, did you maybe shift into that victim role for a little bit too long? I think personally, it's okay to sit in that for a little bit and be pissed off or annoyed or feel that discomfort. We're not saying that you shouldn't um, you, 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 you shouldn't sit in those hard situations because we're all humans. So for sure, take that time, but don't let it don't let it mask the lesson that's there. and don't let it not allow you to show up as your best self. Or if you're reflecting and maybe you didn't show up as your best self, How can you show up better in the future? Or how maybe can you apologize? Maybe you didn't show up as your best self. Like I know when Marissa and I were moving yesterday, man, for for anyone who is in a relationship, it is a trial when you try to move together. That's for sure. Especially when Ikea furniture is involved. (laughs) And so I know that we were hot and tired and a little bit annoyed with certain situations and we snapped at each other a little bit and I wasn't my best self and Marissa wasn't her best self. What do you mean? <laughs> you know what I mean. Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> and, there, and, and there was one instance where Marissa really, you know, super lovingly, even though she was annoyed with me, said, I can't have this conversation right now. And I said, cool. All right. So we left it and we continued on. And then we talked about it later and we were able to, you know, work, work our way through that. And we were able to reflect after we had stepped back from the situation, after we weren't as tired and rushed and stressed. And then we were able to tell each other, I love you. And, you know, I really appreciate all the hard work that you did. And even though we weren't our best selves in that moment, we were able to look back and, you know, reflect on something maybe that we could have done better, but also apologize for how we acted and then just tell the other person that we love them. It's really cool, too, when you're in that place where you can love yourself in your humanity, where you're like, I'm not showing up as my best self. I am so frustrated with this person and I just want to kick their face off. <laughs> and... <laughs> Kick my like, face off. Nicely. No, oh. I don't know about how nicely, but like you're just like, ah, <laughs> and like actually allowing yourself to like be like, yeah, I'm not 
it's not that I have not done something right to bring up these emotions, but realizing like this is just part of life and embracing your humanity where you're at and then saying, okay, what can I now do moving forward? Like, how can I pivot? How can I adjust? And like, there's a certain point where you're also part of pivoting and adjusting. It wasn't about how do we pivot and adjust and move forward. It was more about how do we take a pause in this right now? Because neither of us are equipped to have this conversation or to be able to communicate our points properly or to be able to actually get the outcome that would be helpful for both of us. Like this isn't going anywhere. So I think another important part with pivoting and adjusting is also sometimes just taking a pause, Mm -hmm. right? It's like, okay, the plan is not going as planned. Now what? Maybe you don't twist and go in the opposite direction right away. Maybe you sit in that discomfort and you're like, hmm, shit, this is not fun. Okay, what are we going to do next, right? But like, it doesn't mean you have to instantly start doing the next thing right away. Mm-hmm. So it's okay for you to take that pause. It's okay for you to take that break. So I think, yeah, I think that's really important. And it's funny, I was when Kathleen was talking about emotions, it brought me back to a memory. It was This was a couple of years ago when we went for a trip down to the Adirondacks. We were driving in the car and when we left Ottawa, I, I fell asleep pretty quickly in the car. And normally I'm the navigator. And I woke up and we were like an hour past our turnoff. And I remember I was like, it was a Friday afternoon. I was tired. I was grumpy. I was like frustrated. And it took me, I remember like, even though I logically knew there's nothing I can do about this now, like you can't go back and um, change time. You can't miss this hour. Like it's not the end of the world. It's just that you're, if you just have an extra, it's just going to add two hours onto your trip in total. Like you're, it's okay. But for some reason, it took me like an hour, an hour and a half to like shake that, like not shake the emotion because it wasn't like I was trying to force and get rid of it, but it was like to allow that emotion to run through me and release it like took me a time. And and I remember, I think Kathleen, I drove for a bit and Kathleen, I don't know if she just sat there quietly or slept or whatever, but after like an hour and a half, I was like, okay, the emotion's gone. I've gone through it. Like, thank you. Thank you for just being patient with me as I sat through it. But I think Something else which is important also is realizing that when you're going through, especially in relationship with people, if something doesn't go according to plan to someone else, the person you loved, then that's like they're also not going to be acting their best. So be patient with them. Be patient with yourself when things don't go according as planned. And know like, all right, like this too shall pass. Things are going to shift. You know what's really funny about that story? And this highlights so well that there's always multiple sides to a story because Marissa's sitting there yeah and she fell asleep and she woke up and she was really frustrated which makes sense because we were well off of our trajectory and we still had I think a few hours of driving after that and you know she had been working all Friday but for me when she fell asleep I knew that she was tired and so I didn't want to wake her so I kept putting it off putting it off putting it off sitting there in my head, lovingly being like, oh, she really needs to sleep. So I'm not going to wake her up purposely trying to let her sleep, purposely trying to be quiet. And then she wakes up and is so mad at me for turning, <laughs> for, for missing the turnoff. And in my head, I'm like, I was trying my best to be, do the most loving thing for you. And, and so that's just, it's, that's such a good example where, you know, you, you have different perspectives and, you know, you, you could be trying your best, but it really doesn't work out as you want it to. And when things don't work out as you want them to, not, not assuming that the other person maybe didn't care or, wasn't be, or, or was being malicious or 
or any of those negative things that sometimes we assume of other people, but assuming the best in them. To go back to the instance of our tenant, like he's not trying to give us more work, I don't think at all. He He's really wanting to make it his place. And so bringing myself back to that and reminding myself and trying not to get frustrated and reminding myself that he's not trying to give more work to us. He's he's just trying to move in and make it his own. It's really funny too because the, the thing that just now pops to mind is also like how lucky are we that we have the problem of someone who's paying us money to live in our house that we're like, oh, this is a challenge now that's going on. Like, like this is such a beautiful example of an awesome challenge, right? Like we could just not have an income property and we wouldn't have this challenge. Yeah. Right? Like it's the same thing. You might be like, oh my gosh, there's this coworker who I really have a hard time with. Hey, you've got a job. The reason you're having a hard time with a coworker is because you're employed, mm-hmm. right? Like, like, oh my goodness. <laughs> People on the streets aren't having problems with their employees. <laughs> yeah, right? It's like, oh my gosh. Like the reason it's it's because of that. Same thing. The reason I was frustrated driving in the car that we missed our two-hour turnoff is because I was going on vacation in the Adirondacks <laughs> for four days. Like, like, how blessed am I? And I think that sometimes we forget that is that usually these problems that we have, these challenges, these changes of plans that happen – the only reason why they come up consistently is because we actually are creating some really amazing things. So realizing like, and remembering that the whole big picture of everything anyways is like, how can we create a life full of health, love, fun, and abundance? This is just part of that journey. And even though maybe in the moment you might not feel safe because something doesn't go as planned and that's really why you're freaking out, knowing is this actually in six months going to affect your ability to have a life of, full of health, of fun, of love and abundance? Maybe yes, maybe no. But if the answer is yes, then saying, okay, do you have the tools to figure out and work through this? 100% you do. You'll figure it out. You've worked it out 100% of the time in the past, right? Like using that past, what things that have happened in the past is like those lessons of like, oh, that's right. You've learned those things. Now you can implement them and adjust. But also like the universe has always had your back. You've made it to here now. So many things that you thought would you'd never get through you can get there now. Like you, everyone can think about them. They can think about the heartbreaks, the shifting in jobs or career or going to school, the difficult conversation with family, friends, or parents. Like what's the things that have been so hard that you've had to work through? You figured it out. You figured it out. So knowing as long as you keep showing up for yourself, keep adjusting, keep asking for help, like you'll do it. You'll figure it out. You'll be golden. Yeah. So I feel like that's, That's a really good way to wrap it up. Exactly as Marissa said. And just remember that focus on what you can control. Focus on how this can be a lesson for you. Assume that everyone around you is a loving being and go back to that gratitude. That's that's it. We're a lot of these problems are our first world probs, right? we, We very seldom have these problems that have to do with surviving or with getting enough food on our plate or with getting a roof over our head. And so just reminding ourselves that at the end of the day, if we're surrounded by those that we love, if we're healthy, if we have a roof over our head, we're doing pretty damn well. Yeah. So be you, take care of you because it's also way harder to adjust and pivot if you're exhausted or if you haven't been moving and haven't been eating well. <laughs> so make sure you take care of you, but then just go live the life and use these use these skills of pivoting and adjusting to help yourself 
feel your best and be your best and spread the love. And keep on living the life. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. And we hope that you got tons of value from this episode. If you did, we would love it if you tagged us on Instagram with your biggest takeaway so we can celebrate this journey with you. Our handles are at marissa.hammond and at kathleen.holt underscore. We totally get that it's not always easy. So please know that we're so proud of all the work you're doing and how you're choosing to show up for yourself. If you'd like to dive deeper, check out our websites listed below in the show notes for more free resources and tools. Until next time, keep living the life.